0: Whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Now he's talking out of experience. He knows what he's talking about. He knows that we're going to get stressed out in life. He knows we're going to find ourselves in between two extremes. Either extreme misery and suffering, or oversaturated in abundance with lethargy. And that one leads us to despair and apathy. But he tells us, Rejoice always, and again I say Rejoice. So somehow he takes this idea into his daily life, into practice. And we may not understand all the nuances and the subtleties, but if we trust St. Paul, like I trusted Mark that he knew what he was doing, he could teach me, and if we practice and we keep doing what he tells us and we keep trying, then one day. The light will go on. And we'll say, ah, that's what he means. That's what we're supposed to do. To rejoice continually, to not be anxious, to remain thankful. Then we read in Thessalonians. He writes to the Thessalonians. And we urge your brothers and sisters, warn, warn those who are idle and disrupt, disruptive, Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak be patient with everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong. But always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. And he says it again. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the Spirit. Do not treat Prophecies with contempt, betest them, hold on to what is good, reject every kind of evil. May God Himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your holy Spirit, your whole spirit, soul and body, be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and He will do it. In this passage he's talking, it sounds like, love our enemies. You're going to have problems in your midst as a community. Figure out how to confront people, how to exhort people, how to encourage people. It doesn't come naturally all the time. But he says we can do it. And here's how. So we need to be stewards of knowledge. We need to build knowledge into ourselves on a daily basis. I remember my first Lent, great Lent at seminary. I sat down with St. John of the Ladder, the Callimachus. And I said, okay, this will be my Lenten project. I will read this for Lent. After about the first page, I said, number one, I can't do this. Number two, I don't understand it. But I said, okay, got that out of the way. Keep reading, keep reading. So I read the whole thing. And it started with humility. you got to have humility in the spiritual life. I said, okay, that'll be a lifetime trying to figure that one out. And then I picked up the Philokalia. And if you really want to con- get confused, read the Philokalia. Now, I know these people know what they're talking about. Because they have experience. They know the spiritual life. They know that the purpose of our life is to be filled with epharistia, with thanksgiving, with God's grace. And as that begins to happen in our life, we don't want anything else. We want that warm glow burning in our hearts and to avoid anything that would compromise that. And they're telling us how to do that because there's so many things trying to distract us, trying to attack us, trying to separate us from God. So, as Solomon writes, we have to acquire wisdom. We have to acquire knowledge. And he tells us in Proverbs 4, Listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and gain understanding. I give you sound learning. So do not forsake my teaching for I too, was a son to my father, still tender and cherished by my mother. Then he taught me and said to me, Take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands and you will live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom, though it costs all you have. Get understanding. Cherish her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. We have to be stewards of knowledge. We have to build into our lives a continual input of spiritual insight and new thoughts. Sure, we'll make progress right off the bat. But this is a journey that's not going to end. Once I learned to fly fish, I went to some other people that knew how to fly fish, and I knew how to fly fish. So I was going to impress them. It didn't do so well. I said, here, let me show you. And they showed me new things. And they threw it farther, and they taught me to roll cast things I hadn't known. Same with us. We're going to embark on this journey. We're going to get a little knowledge. But there's others out there who have a lot of experience. We need to tap into them. We need to listen to them. We need to pray for the Holy Spirit to open our hearts and minds. I don't understand what I'm reading. Show me how. So that I can live this way. Because I know it's the way. The truth. And the life. So when I finally figured out how to fly fish, I decided to teach my son 10 10-2, two, 10, two, ten two. charge the line. Go practice. Go practice. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.